0: I am unashamed. What about you? So, a current update. Uh, individuals living in these United States of America, some might uh, say, "I wonder, you know, wh- what is it that you, you, th- you guys do?" Well, without y'all really realizing it in the last 16 days. 16 days is blue-winged teal season. Blue-winged teal start in the Dakotas, the Canadian prairies. They fly to the Yucatan Peninsula every year. You can shoot green wings. Yeah, you? You can shoot what? But you can shoot any teal. You can shoot any teal. But, but it's typically. But, but the right. teal that yeah. move in the month of August and September, the early migrators, right. uh, somehow saltwater, some department in salt water. if saltwater made the teal, they put in them that every year you all going to go to the Yucatan Peninsula whether you like it or not. You're going there. If you're an Arctic tern, you're going to Brazil. You, you, you can never be there, but you turn a turn loose up there after everybody's gone. You've never been there before in your life. And all of a sudden, you just end up in Brazil in about 15 or 20 days. Saltwater, some department out there said, we'll put in these where they have to fly south every year. So the migration of butterflies and birds, notwithstanding, they all fly south, Well, we wait on them. They're a food source. So these birds, we got 16 days to see if we can harvest some. It's a two hundred and forty something year tradition ever since the country was founded, hunters, hunting birds. But it began in Genesis nine. Began in Genesis nine. Uh, I've made the animal world of the birds of the air. They'll fear you and dread you. That's why you gotta hide. They're wild. And they as a food source. Up until then just veggies. Now you can eat anything. Awesome. So anything that walks, crawls, flies, or swims, it's sanctioned by God. And this tradition is a good one in America. So we wait patiently. We get in a, a, a hide, a blind. It's all brushed up. We have decoys that look like teal. We can sound just like teal. And you hope that a few will fly by. So it was spotty. It's hot. It's dry. They, they move on these weather patterns, weather fronts. But no fronts came. So we get down to Friday, three days before it was over. My prediction was, going into this season, there'll be one day, at least one, where they'll eat us up. Well, Friday morning, last Friday morning. Which means about they'll
1: four, move in. Yeah. Some people don't know what that means. Yeah,
0: four or five days ago, <laughs> we keep looking into the air. We go every morning, and all we're looking at is a few crows fly by. <laughs> and a Every once in a while, a blue jay or a dove. <laughs> And, well, look, there's a deer over in the brush, yeah. But we're looking toward the skies, looking for teal that are supposed to be migrating this time of year, going to the Yucatan. Well, we saw very few until Friday. Yeah. Today is about uh, Wednesday, so six, seven days ago, five, we're looking up, and all of a sudden, even before we saw them, we hear this sound. (laughs) It sounds like that. You're like, good night, like a jet aircraft. That's them, like jets flying Because those
1: over. blue wings, they're like synchronized
0: oh, flyers. You they know, you, put the you, blue angels to shame. Yeah. You got all these <laughs> events their, now and the They're Olympics. the original blue angels. They are flying they, in unison at 70 miles an hour, roughly. And when they turn, they're flying very close together. Yeah. But no one ever makes mistakes and hits another one, and they get tangled up and fall. Well, Never. Sure so how does saltwater, happen, how does saltwater do that? Salt water put in them, we'll give this bunch 70 miles an hour. We'll give them a at about 50. But the the fact that they're synchronized is what's amazing. Synchronized. But that's fly. why
1: that sound is happening. Yeah. I, mean, you tried to, I tried to describe that sound to Missy the other night because I was telling her, you know, this was the day they came, Friday. Oh, yeah. I was like when I heard that sound. She was like, "What sound you're talking about?" I was like, "It's like when you're at a football stadium and they have the, the flyby, fly and yeah. people." Are, she's like, "Well, there's no way it sounded like that." Oh, I yeah. said, "I'm telling you, when you're sitting there, it and it sounds comes a like hundred.
2: Sounds like a jet. Plus, it, it, it does something to a duck hunter. Like when you hear that, it does something to your inside. It's like oh, I mean, like there's oh, an yeah. excitement level that is hard oh, to listen So bottom. the bottom
0: line is." You say, y'all are sitting there, you hear this sound, and you're like, oh, my goodness, that was a big bunch of teal that just came over. But it's 35, 40 minutes before the sun comes up. It's early in the morning. That's when they move. But you hear that sound, and you know it's on like a chicken bone. You (laughs) say, there they are. Well, it gets a little lighter, and you look up all of a sudden, and coming on your right is just about 75 to 100, cutting in hard, Come by. They work about two or three times, and down in there they are six men shoulder to shoulder, all of them armed with shotguns. And we stand up. Bom, 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 a human bom, 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 being bom. who has never experienced that—if they could experience that—they would get it. I mean, literally the sound that they make and the speed at which they're moving. Yeah. They come by very fast. Don't 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 move. Let them slow down a little. Well, they hook in there and they come by the second time, and they're lower and they're 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 almost breaking down to fixing the light like an airplane on an airport. Get lined up; they'll yeah. always come in against the wind like airplanes. Look that third pass when they all just start filling your spread up your decoys, and they're like twenty yards getting on the water. Boom, ba-boom, it's ba-boom, an amazing ba-boom. thing to watch six men stand up and boom, 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 if boom, you boom, don't boom.
1: shoot them when they're they've lost all their momentum. You're not going to hit them. Right, That's right. it, I don't care if it's 200 of them. So I got a question.
2: I got a question uh, So because I wasn't there. So I heard about the hunt, but we get a lot of questions because we talked about way back a few podcasts ago about your dogs because there was blue versus yeah, well, the new dog. So I want to know. Here's the irony right, of this whole t- story. Tell me about this hunt.
1: I go by myself because I wanted to take my dog and I've been working with him and I thought, I think he's ready. At least to see what's going on. But I didn't want to, you know, I know how our guys are.
0: Jay sets up uh, a mile and a half below yeah. us okay. by himself, lone wolf away. I don't
1: mind. I'm, I'm comfortable in my own skin.
0: I have my dog. Jay he says is the six. best company he's he a keeps. He's a mile and a half away. The best
2: company he keeps
0: is when he's alone. He's so a, mile a mile and a half away. I'll tell the front part of the story. He tells the second part. Well, We're I'm going to tell at. the truth. Okay. But <laughs> so, well, we look this up. This is a I'll, bad story for you. We look up, and here comes 100, I'm estimating it blue wing teal. I
1: think it was 150, but somewhere 150. in between 100 they and 150.
0: They come by like a, like, a, like a bunch of jets. Well, well, hang
1: on, hang on. Let's back up. I'm the one that sent. they come over me first because I was south of y'all, and they came from the south, and they, they didn't work me. They went out into the middle of the area I was at and worked, and then they headed toward y'all. So I took a cell phone that you do not like and said, hey, there – not to you, because obviously you don't have a cell phone, but Definitely. Jay was in your blind. I said, there's a 150 teal headed in your way. And then, then you can
0: tell the story. We look up, and I see them coming left to right, descending rapidly. They buzzed us. They hooked <laughs> back and buzzed us again. One of those 150, one teal, broke out of the bunch and lit in front of us. Well, the other one saw that, And they're making a sharp bank to come back and join him. We have one out of 150 on the water in front of us, and we're patiently waiting. Unfortunately, blew my prize, so-called prize (laughs) lab. He's on my right. He's antsy to go. He's saying, what's the up? How come they're not shooting? I got a duck right here. This dog thinking. All of a sudden, he bolts and runs out there, he's going to catch this teal. Yeah. Well, the thinks. teal sees him coming. The no, teal he's not. gets up. <laughs> and look, the dogs and the decoys, that one is flying away. The other 150 are just about in. They see that, see blue standing out there in the decoy and say, whoop, predator? And they just flare up. <laughs> And they are gone. Now, they head toward me. <laughs> they, they're they heading toward Jason. So, we don't know it.
2: So you're there with right. your dog. Well, I yeah. waited
1: for them to shoot. They I didn't hear them shoot. I thought, well, okay. So I'm sitting there and a mile away from them. And there's wood ducks coming into this hole that I'm at because it hadn't been hunted all year. So yeah. they, they're coming in. And nobody's fired a shot here. So And it's tough because I'm having to look, wood duck, wood duck, wood duck. Well, about five teal, not the hundred, just five, came in low, and I thought, whoa, those were teal because I, I was in a really brushed-up place. So I was just getting a glimpse. So I get up on the bench with my gun looking for these five teal because I know they lit, but there's there's at least 100 wood ducks lit on the hole. Well, the wood ducks started getting up when I stood up. And my dog, first time he's ever hunted, he's sitting there. We've already gone through the him jumping out in the decoys because the first wood duck that lit, he jumped. He did what Phil's dog did. He right. and I said, like, "Hey, hey, hey, no, get up here." So he's sitting here, and we've we've had that talk. But I'm still nervous because he's never been hunting. So anyway, when I get up, all the wood ducks get up. I never see what happened to those five tails. So I guess they just flew on by. But when the wood ducks got up. They went down to the other end of my hole and started lighting because I didn't shoot at them. Obviously, well, when that when they're like lighting on the other end, I hear the sound. <laughs> <laughs> well, I look up. Here comes the. It looked more than a hundred to me. Well, they start like piling in on these wood ducks, which is a little far out of range. So I hit my teal call. Well, when they heard that, they're like, "Hey, there's a teal over there." <laughs> So then there was literally so many of them, they just start lighting in waves, you know, toward my decoys. Getting closer to you. Of course, I've now gotten a problem here because (laughs) there's only one of me. There's a lot of teal here. I can't kill six. You can only kill six. So you have to be real, you know, tactful in how you do this. So, rules and regulations, ladies and gentlemen. Look,
2: my dog. We talked about law last time.
1: My dog didn't jump. I raised up, boom, boom. I only shot twice because that's all I needed, and then no. my third shot, I started shooting the ones that I shot on the first shot because can't kill but six. Well, my dog, he here's he's never been hunting. They come in, I shoot. He looks up at me after I shoot. I'm like back. <laughs> <laughs> And I mean, it was like that Joker was shot out of a cannon. I mean he just witnessed one of the greatest things that he'll ever witness in you know, his life. And on he's day fired one up too. and he's just
0: <laughs> Some department so, in Saltwater made particular dogs where they would go get your birds and bring them back. That that department in Saltwater, you know, the one that made the ducks and the dogs, when the, when Saltwater got around to making dogs they make some dogs, like Labrador Retrievers, to go they'll go ducks. retrieve all of yeah. your birds and Which bring them awesome. to you and hand them to you.
1: That's a good thing on So the water. dog <laughs> did awesome. Look, until about the fourth duck, because at first I was like, this joker is a machine, you know. I mean, this, no problems, because I'm blowing the whistle. You know, I'm saying over. He's, you know, he, just, he got about the fourth one. He got up there, and he didn't want to, he stopped short. So I'm not sure. You know, I think he liked it so much, and I'd only worked with him with dummies or frozen ducks, you know. And so I think he got a little blood in his mouth, and he thought, you know what, I think I'm going to keep this one. So we had to come to an understanding on that. (laughs) So ladies and gentlemen,
0: here's the point. We're giving you a glimpse to answer your question, what is it that y'all do? (laughs) Well, that's about 16 days of what we did, fooling with the teal unless you've ever participated in that particular thing going out in god's creation and seeing the birds we think he made them not salt water and yeah. if, but if you've never experienced that you have missed a lot yeah and we wanted it, it to, is a, a we lot wanted of fun.
1: to answer some of your questions that we've been seeing somebody right.
0: said i keep putting my
1: hand up here <laughs> To, you keep uh, blocking block the kill so when you see this you know phil <laughs> we may use that as a sign that phil's getting too graphic <laughs> yeah but now that my dog is doing really well i i really i mean the only thing i'm a little upset about is that he has nowhere to go but down after that yeah i did take him on the following sunday
0: hunting teal. have dogs that you're to go get them shooting skills sounding like them you have to know what the teal sounds like we make little duck calls that sound just like them all those things and we actually are making a living at it capitalism we're taking advantage of what god created the birds and he created us and we're working with it we're having a big load of fun we're doing this here's the point none of it's sinful that's right there's no sin there's no cursing there's no anger We're all out there having a big time. It's a good lifestyle. It's a great lifestyle. That's what we're doing. We raised y'all, you boys, y'all saw that early in your life, and we made that part of our our makeup on planet Earth, and someone says, you know, that's – which and is a, and
1: a byproduct is you're you're making the environment a better place because you sure. know all the things
2: we do we provide for this, the habitat yeah, for the uh, ducks yeah we've got almost fifteen hundred acres of habitat
1: yep. we have it's, thousands of, of migratory creatures oh, yeah. come down that enjoy our place and we like you we're know, doing
0: we, a wonderful thing for shorebirds and doves
2: and ducks that's all, and all kinds and of deer stuff. so that's uh that's a little bit of update uh on on hunting now that that season's over kind of looking forward to big duck season now in November. so uh no one likes losing their hair uh in this circle of people we we haven't lost a lot of hair so we kind of been i don't know if that's a blessing or there's something in our genetics uh certainly facial well, hair we
1: did have that you know when we were kids the number one go-to was p- pull the hair out oh and that's that right but like, that caused i saw more
2: <laughs> violent from pulling hair Responses. Mom was a hair puller. Oh, oh hair puller. That Will, may be Willie why I've I, lost so much of mine. Oh, Willie and I I would say I'd say
1: most of the year you would have a patch gone. <laughs> so you go to school and people are like, What happened? It's like, "Yep,
0: oh, yeah, got in a fight, brother pulled my hair out. Because yeah. we
1: always thought it was funny. It was like a hair tattoo.
0: <laughs> All I know for sure is hair, it's an interesting thing. It never it never leaves your face. You're good to go there. It only starts leaving in your head. Yeah, right? Even ball guys. It, it stays have a bit, under can have your arms. The hair is still there, <laughs> yeah. and and on other parts of your body. I don't want to get graphic here, but you say the <laughs> hair's still for, there. Thank you for that. But you say, but but there's something about that head. Now I don't know whether it's the, the waves coming off the brain pan, but well, but 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 hair begins to leave a lot of people's head, and when they're 20 years old, there's so. there is some science involved in this. Our, our friends at
2: Keeps. Uh, have told us that there's a hormone called DHT uh, that you lose, and so some people seem to lose it quicker than other people. Uh, but they've come up with a, a way to be able to replace some of that DHT, but do it at a lot cheaper price. And was it?
0: Is, does this stuff rejuvenate hair?
2: That's what these guys say. They say ninety percent effective. And so the problem has been it hadn't been that affordable. So our friends down at Keeps they want you to be able to save your hair. Uh, without going through all these processes that people have to go to. So if you'll go to keeps, K-E-E-P-S dot com slash Phil. So you won't, you know, Phil hadn't lost his hair. We want to be like Phil. Keeps dot com slash Phil. Uh, they're going to fix you up with a first month of treatment for free. Uh, and then even when you do the treatments, it's far less costly than. So and TNC5. if your kids are pulling each other's hair out, would it work for that? Probably not. That's playing for keeps, but not keeps.com slash. But it would be an option, but it would be an option. Don't pull hair. Uh, Another update I wanted to uh, tell the audience about, because last time we were together, uh, dad talked about his sister had just passed away. And so we talked a little bit about her and sort of the influence she had. Well, since we were with you guys last time we had her funeral and, uh, you know, I don't know how you guys are, you know, in your traditions or your family or whatever with funerals, but you know, a lot of times they're you know super sad. A lot of time it depends on the circumstances by which a person passes away. Tragic things, children. I mean, I've been a part of some. You know, I've preached a lot of funerals, so I've been a part of a lot of really tough times. But but with uh, Jan, Dad's youngest sister, uh, we had what I would call a celebration. Yep. You know, I mean, it was, a, and that's what her husband wanted. That's what her kids wanted. So oh,
1: it was that was some of the greatest that was the, the I think that was the greatest worship experience. It was amazing. That I've been a part of. We were of. happy
0: for her because yeah. we know this first era of yeah. the 77 50 some 20 when physical death comes along right. since Jesus conquered that, we look at it, we view it. Uh, the text says we should not be we, we don't want you to be ignorant about those who fall asleep. Right. or to grieve like the rest of men who have no hope, then it says we believe Jesus died and rose again, so we believe when he comes back, he Th- will bring with him those who yeah. have fallen Fall asleep. asleep. Yeah. I so thought it was
1: a- ironic that we, you know, Missy and I have been helping with the, uh, you know, our worship experience right. on Sunday mornings. And that morning, what they didn't, they didn't know that, you know, was on hope. But we had planned that like weeks ahead. And it happened to be the day, you know, they did yeah. the funeral and they all came in. So I was like, what? That seems like we, a bizarre we, her, coincidence. Her funeral was on she a said,
2: Sunday. Yeah. So obviously we had to time together as a church family. And then we had, it was really just an extension of that day. That's what and, and our church, which holds, you know, a thousand people, was packed and which shows you a lot of her influence. And so it was really interesting. I thought that so many people would come out on a Sunday afternoon. Well,
1: and we had the Miyamu. Uh, right. Fundraiser and, and the, the family, some of the families that we've helped in. And so, what we do on that, just a quick because that thing was awesome. Yeah, it was great. We raise money the night before. We have like a little charity uh, poker tournament. We'd have an auction. And it's kind of a, you know, we have just people from the world who want to, you know, buy tickets and be there. Of course, I introduced Jesus in a clever way and had many conversations after it after it was over, because some of those people, that had been, that was the first time they had been introduced to Jesus. And it was in a setting that they never thought it would happen. And they saw how we're helping these kids and these principles. And our main verse is these kids find some joy in their suffering because it produces perseverance, perseverance, character, character, hope, Romans 5, 1 through 4. And, and so no, most of these
0: kids are suffering from the <clears> – <throat> the uh
1: cleft palate cleft palate, clef, palate and lip, uh you know yeah cleft lip and palate but there's severe cases you know like it most of them and uh like me as a severe case but i mean we had uh one of the kids there cameron african-american boy he, he had had you know four major skull surgeries and mm-hmm. You know it just it it affected his personality but one of the greatest hearts and spirits he looked like he's about 10 you know Mm -hmm. and uh but you could just tell i mean you could look at you could see the scars you know on his head i mean they they they're trying to get his skull where it'll maintain the rest of his body you know but you meet a kid like that he's so fun and intelligent and and uh he's been through so much it's just inspiring but so they we had 27 of those families at the service. So and, and it happens to be on Hope, which which once again wasn't planned. It wasn't cuz they were coming. And mm-hmm. uh, so it was just an it just seemed like a God ordained yeah. orchestrated right. day. And Jen, uh,
0: was it <clears throat> instrumental in converting me.
2: Well, and that I thought it was interesting. So at the service, uh, which by the way, those of you who are watching listening to Unashamed, you can go to our church Facebook, WFR Church, on their on Facebook, and actually watch it. It's about an hour and a half long if you're interested. Uh, but Dad opened it uh, with prayer, but also, I thought, just a really good biblical view of what... Well, oh, they can watch the funeral? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it's there. It's already had like 3,000 people have already watched well, it. Well, I'm going to mm.
1: tell you, it was awesome. And I want to say this. Uh, if you ever wanted a testimony to a person uh, on their life or a legacy... Her two sons, I know you spoke at yeah. it and you did a good job, but her two sons, I mean, were that was two of the most incredible speeches. It was amazing. I've ever heard the, you know, intellect, the
0: articulation. Love their mother.
2: Yeah. Well, yeah, it was just Well, here's the thing, you know, Jase. Most, incredible. which I my role, they wanted me to be humorous, and so I was. I basically threw the dashers under the bus. They're my cousins. I well, could they do. were easy targets, and uh-huh. we do that. And we know. do that. They, yeah. That's what they wanted, so I did that. But it's funny, uh, Their her son, Zach and Grant, you know, most people in there at a funeral, you talk about the person and you tell the good things about them, and I mean, that's why I've done it for years. But they did a little of that, but most of what they did was honor Christ, who well, she yeah. honored, which I just thought was really a great approach to. And you know, I, they didn't,
1: shoot, of course, our family doesn't sugarcoat anything, right? I think that's the first time I've ever heard in a in a funeral when one of the sons said, "You know, I'll tell you about my mom. She was a sinner," and most of the time people just don't talk about that, right, you know. Yeah. But I mean, it's like, well, we're all sinners, technically, you know. But he made a really good point about that. About how she zeroed in on repentance in her life because she would encourage others to do so which is what she helped do with you yep that was her big deal with you you need to repent look she told me i'd say half a dozen times over some argument we had you just need to repent you know i mean that and and when he when they said that it really brought back a lot of memories about her being so bold she was
2: very bold so look yeah. so we're heading we we leave the funeral Tradition down here is you have a funeral procession. Oh, I know where you're going. So so you get a deputy sheriff. Now, the preacher, you know, I've been, I'm always at the front of the line. They put the preacher up front, even ahead of the body. It's kind of, you know, I'm leading her to the, you know, to the graveside. So I'm up front as I usually Which is am. Kind
1: of silly. Isn't
2: it's it? kind of silly, but that's the way they do it. Uh-huh. So, so I'm in the front of the line. I'm right behind the the funeral guys and the uh, and the I'm deputy like sheriff. Eighth back. So Jace is behind me. So I look up. We're going down through West Monroe. They kind of got a route they take, in, so we're making our and there turns. Was a lot of traffic. A lot of traffic. We're making our turns. I look up <laughs> in my rearview mirror. Now I got a deputy sheriff with lights flashing in front of me. He's leading us out, and they stop. You know, try to get people to stop at the light. I look up in my rearview mirror. And I see my brother Jace being pulled over by yeah. a state trooper. Yeah, out of the funeral procession. So, say, so I don't think
1: that? I've told you all the, the story here. So you know how you're following. You got your flashing lights, and I mean I'm already emotional. Just you know after the funeral, Missy and I had not. And it's a long. It's a hundred. Procession. Oh, that, that was the largest. It's a hundred procession. cars. Yeah, yeah, it was one hundred cars. cars. I'm like sixth or eighth in the in the baton order.
2: Because you're a pallbearer. Yeah, because I'm a pallbearer. So, yeah, I'm, a pallbearer.
1: so I, I'm just following the crowd, you know. So we're going along. And when I get on interstate, which it's just traffic, you know, horrible, the cop, I see, I look in my rearview mirror, the, and there's a state trooper flashing his lights, you know. And I saw him do this, and I was like, hey. You know, I was like, we need this guy because <laughs> yeah. this traffic you is hard. He was you hard thought, I thought he was, you thought it was I helping. thought he saw the procession and said – these people need some help. We have too many cars. And I was like, hey, probably a Duck Dynasty fan. That's what I was so thinking. So you thumbs up and still I'm moving. I'm thumbs up.
0: And well, he, he's like,
1: all of a sudden, it's like we're car racing, me and him. <laughs> and he keeps pointing, you know, and I'm like, hey, I, I was kind of the, remember that movie Uncle Buck, you know, when they were like, you're going? No, plays, automobile. trays, and automobile. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. I was. They were like, You're going the wrong way. And he was like, hey,
2: hey, Yeah, hey, yeah. It was funny. How does baby? he know where we're going?
1: <laughs> yeah, it was a funny thing. Well, he kept doing that. So finally he literally gets so close to me and he's like I'm reading his lips now. He's like,
0: pull over. Pull over.
1: And at first I thought, he's kidding. So I just like, yeah. yeah so yeah. what I didn't realize was he's not kidding. And the more this goes on, he wants you to stop. Oh, he's just short of pulling out his pistol <laughs> and sending shots across the bow. So I, thought, I told Missy, I said, I, I think he wants us to pull over. And she's like, well, that would be dumb. We're in a funeral procession. I was like, you got so all I, people. So <laughs> so I look back and he's just screaming. Look, I can see his veins in his face. I was like, oh, no, he wants us to pull over. So I pull over and I and Missy's like, well, this should be good. And, and I just, was well, I was just numb because of what just happened. I'm like, I have no idea what this is about. As soon as I rolled down that window, he just lit into me. He's like, you ran that red light back there you're gonna cause a wreck there was a car and he was just giving so much information so fast are you crazy what's wrong Uh, and i just was like i didn't know what to say and i so i said nothing and he's like what do you have to say and i was like i could say nothing because i i didn't even know what to say and so missy went we're in a funeral procession. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's only way she, the way Missy could it's do. the way she said it. I mean, then he looked at her, and of course, you know, she's not ugly. She's well dressed. Because I think we had some facial profiling going on here. You but know? you've got a suit like a coat on. And well, I did, but now, you know, what I mean? know, I know, uh, I know. You know, he didn't recognize me because most people in our area, they're like, "Oh, Jace," you know. When they, I've been pulled over a few times, unfortunately to say, and they're usually like, "Jace, what are you doing?" You know. And so I was like, he doesn't know who I am. But then when he saw her, it didn't didn't make sense. And so then I could see his the wheels turning in his mind. He's like, well, yeah, I did see your lights flashing. I'm thinking, but then he's like, well, why wasn't there a cop at the intersection? I said nothing because I'm like, isn't that isn't that a that's that's you? That's your that, job. So I'm, why wasn't there a cop? We, you, well, y'all just need to be careful. Because I was waiting now that he's realized we're in a funeral procession. I kept waiting for that. You know what? That's my bad. Maybe I should have got there and nothing, you know, which it, it made me mad so an did hour he just later, say, carry on? Yeah, he be said, careful. well, you need to be careful.
2: You like to cause a wreck. And but see, then left. But I was thinking... So I talked to Lisa's behind yeah. you. So I talked about this with Lisa later, and she's like, Well, he did pull out in front of a car and run the red light. I said, Babe, when you're in a funeral procession, you don't run red lights. There's no running There's red lights. There's no light. running red lights. Yeah. We're all part of the procession, and it's up to the people to recognize. Most of
0: the intersection had a car. But that I thought one didn't. When I saw him coming, I looked at my rearview mirror and watched the whole thing. I said, <laughs> He's just got there. He's running a little late. So he wasn't able to stop the traffic, but then I saw him getting down on Jase, and I said, "Well, I, yeah. I think he's got an escort going, but he's behind Jace. So <laughs> I, weird. I, I said, "I wonder how that's going." I mean,
1: the disappointing thing is the guy didn't apologize. You know, I, I, I'm like, I get it. You know, you didn't know we this. almost had a wreck, which I, I I never saw the car you were talking about. I didn't run a red light. You were I'm a, the yeah, I'm in a funeral. Procession. It wasn't
0: that close. I was watching it. Well, that's what I'm saying. Because you were in front but, of me, and you turned, and the cars were just coming, but but, but he had plenty of, you know, it was yeah. not that close. Well, look, out. I'll
1: tell you this. After the funeral, you know, after the burial, so we had to get gas because I was in Missy's car, which never has gas in it, and she's like, I think we can make it back. I'm like, no, there's not, you know, this beats walking. I'm not walking home after the funeral. So we stop at gas station. I'm getting gas. Well, another cop pulled in. I thought, here we go. Here we go. But he was just getting gas right beside (laughs) me. And I said, look, I want to ask you. He did recognize me. But I said, I want to ask you. I said, I want to tell you what happened. And, you know, you tell me what happened in this situation. I said, I'm just going to tell you exactly what happened. So I told him the story. And he was upset. Uh, that the that the at the police officer one in his attitude one that he never acknowledged, you know that he, he, he made a mistake yeah. here, which was fine. It, it happens. Yeah, he should have just said yeah, and he should have been trying to help. So it made me feel better that I I run up on another and look. I'm thankful for our police officers and all of them. Right. This guy got it wrong, and he just wouldn't. He didn't make it right. You know, he just should have said, Yeah, okay, I understand what happened because I mean, he was hot. <laughs>
2: <laughs> when he thought you were ignoring him, which made it worse. Well, yeah, he
1: thought I was ignoring him, but I was thinking, I don't know what to say. I, I literally was, and I, I, you know, it was, an emo- we just came from an emotional yeah.
0: experience. I was kind of zoned out. And I just, of course, you you, had law enforcement in front of you with their lights going. So it was just a. But you did the right thing
2: because a lot of people, what they do, and you were just doing out of stunned silence. Yeah. But a lot of people get in their face well that would have been the worst thing to do oh that's
0: right because even if he yeah. had
2: made a mistake you get in his face and you just escalate everything
1: well Missy had that tone which he didn't really recognize it but i recognize <laughs> i recognized that it.
0: tone you'd seen that before when she maybe. said
1: we're in a funeral procession well i because i've idiot. been around that, that she that,
0: left off you idiot you
1: idiot <laughs> think about it was what she was thinking and i knew it because i knew that tone you know because she's giving me that i' tone. Will I
0: have to admit, I've never heard of an individual this being, is the first. being called out of a funeral It's so
1: close to the front. I'm like, the
0: hearse was
1: like three cars above me. I know. it. What are we
2: doing here? Well, as soon as I saw it all happen, then Jay's gets to the thing and he's telling the story at the graveside. And I was like, well, we're going to have to talk about this on the podcast because only Jace would be the one called out of a funeral possession. You know yeah. what
1: it seemed like? It seemed like uh, all of a sudden was back in a Duck Dynasty episode. Because if you ran that, people would say, well, that's the most unrealistic that ne- thing That ever. could never happen. I mean, the guy's just railing on me. And here's what's another funny thing. Like three of our cars with their flashing lights, they were behind the cup. They pulled over too. So I was like, why, why did they stop? They thought, oh, we're stopping now. Yep. And so this when I it. got to the graveside, Amy, our cousin, was one of them. I was like, well, why did y'all pull over? And she's like, well, we didn't know the way to the gravesite
2: Because <laughs>
1: you're in the line.
0: He's and in the line. It was <laughs> quite the traffic jam. I'll admit that. Going oh, all the way.
1: interstate stopped. Oh. Look, they stopped. People blowing their horns. Oh, yeah. It was horrible.
2: So we all made it. Uh, we got her in the ground.
1: We can only introduce our subject matter because that was long. But I think those were you know, those were two big things that happened in our lives. I mean, that that teal hunt was the greatest hunt I've been on in yeah, I'd say four to five years, yep. would you agree? Yeah, oh, yeah we, we hadn't had great. any like that. And uh, <laughs> and then part of life is, you know, I mean, dying is, is a part of life in an right. ironic statement. The text of the Apostle
0: so. Paul told the Corinthians was, if it's preached that Christ has been raised from the dead, How can some of you say that there is no resurrection of the dead? If there's no resurrection of the dead, then not even Christ has been raised. And if Christ has not been raised, our preaching is useless and so is your faith. Down toward the end, he said, those who have fallen asleep if there's no resurrection in Christ are lost. If there's no resurrection, we're done. In fact, he says, if only for this life we have hope in Christ, we are to be pitied more than all men. Right. Once that gets set in a human being's brain and he realizes physical death has been conquered, God becomes flesh so that by his death, he might free those who all their lives were held in slavery by their fear of death. Yeah, you know. So
2: the right. point is, in September...
0: It is uh, a hope that you don't get
2: anywhere else. In September of 2019, we're telling you a story about our aunt, dad's sister, Yep. who live by faith
0: oh no doubt and in about fact
2: it. she was one of the most you know holy righteous i mean she just sure in her lifestyle self sure well, she just she she out, we're
0: all gonna be in a bind. that's right <clears throat> but she was one
2: of those people that didn't have the
1: drastic uh before and after that's right she lived her whole life for the Almighty. Yeah. She, and, I mean, we all make mistakes. We get it. Yeah, She you had said, no
0: heathen part of her no, life. She had no, no missing <laughs> links
2: like I did, like you did, that. And like she was Jason. very bold. She was very
1: uh, – which, you know, I'm, Missy, it, it, it spurned quite the conversation when we got home because Missy said, you know, the more I think about y'all's family, I, I'm thinking, what what happened to create? What was that about? She was asking about my grandparents, your, your parents. I mean, what was the backdrop to create these type of people? Because when you start reflecting, which is why you know the only reason there were tears is when you think back on memories yeah. of our lives and experiences with her. That's kind of what you know funerals do. But and there were tears of joy because she was suffering. Yeah. Uh, to had high, Alzheimer's to a high degree, and uh, but. I thought it was a legitimate question, so we kind of spent the rest of the night analyzing how we were raised. and Because I told her, I was like, my grandparents, they pretty well were were more active probably in raising us. Well, at, I think at, at you and I had year. a
2: unique perspective from all of our cousins, mm-hmm. uh, and I guess Willie too, because they, 15 years of our formative, crucial years, they were living next door to you and Mom. Yep. So the rest of the cousins, it's really funny, Jase, because when I have conversations with them, they don't see them the same way we see them. In yeah. fact, some of my cousins are like, oh, my grandparents were so aloof. Because, you know, they were kind of like you are today, and I guess to us to a certain extent, not Weird. super <laughs> – it's kind of strange – not super like huggy, feely, touchy, no. very, mm-hmm. you know, kind of standoffish. <clears throat> so they they just thought, well, I don't know what happened. You know, I don't know. They, they don't have a lot of
0: memories that we have. So as we walk through this hall of faith and we're <clears throat> looking at these individuals' lives – What's amazing, Al, all these, everything written in the past was for our learning. All these great men and women of faith that we're going through uh, in the podcast, all these people were all commended for their faith, yet none of them received what had been promised at the time. Yeah. They were counted as righteous. God had planned something better for us so that only together with us would they be made perfect, all of them waiting on Jesus. For that's faith that's to the come. last verse in Hebrews eleven. Yeah. Hebrews which, eleven. That's that's pretty cool. That was great.
1: Well, then it goes to that next <clears throat> verse, which look, I'm I'm of the opinion when they get to chapter twelve and it says, therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, yep. I, I I just think they're not dead. They're not dead. That's I mean, right. what? Where's the verse where it says, including Janice uh, Ellen, my sister, not right. dead? And when it says to him, all are alive. Uh, you know, when Jesus was was sharing that, when yeah. he said, uh, he was talking about he. He said, I am. Right. And uh, I think it was the scenario where they said, well, what happens if a person is married yeah. seven times? Yeah. Which was I thought a legitimate question. Right. Now, who, who the, would be
2: his wife in the re- well, you know in the right, resurrection?
1: Right. Because marriage, when you think about what God has joined together, you know, let yeah. not man separate. So it was a legitimate question, but Jesus came up with that. You're ignorant of the power of God and of the <laughs> Scriptures. He he was like, that's a dumb question. Yeah. But then he says, you know, people will neither marry or be given in marriage in heaven. But then, then he then he says he's the God of the living, and to yep. him, you know, and and to God, all are alive. So, yeah, I mean, it's happened. And you read obscure verses like the one in Ephesians that seems to have the tense <coughs> wrong when it says we're saved by grace, and it says, but he seated us in the heavenly realms. Mm-hmm. People are like, well, what does that mean? But you know, God just is, right. and so he doesn't look at. He's not waiting. He's not he just is he kind of sees it all before it happens that's why we have such a hard time relating to him and that's why he became a man jesus right. so you can relate but there's no doubt in my mind after reading hebrews 11 and the first verses 12 1 that in some spiritual way some presence of god they in essence kind of like angels are our witnesses to what's going on right mm-hmm. and i think that that brings comfort and, and strength you know i believe that I yeah too. it kind of reminds me of that story you know in kings where the with a guy they were he was in fear because here comes this army you know was that elisha yeah and he said you know open his eyes so he can see because he wasn't scared at all Second kings. that voice
0: yeah, second coming out of kings. that bush i am the god of abraham isaac and jacob he didn't say i was their god but they're dead now so they're gone nope no he said, "I am their God." And then Jesus said, "He's not the God of the before dead, Abraham but, a, was but of, born. of the living." Yeah, before Abraham was born, born. I am. That's right, same but thing.
1: I think most religious people believe what we're saying. Where they miss it a lot of times is they don't—they miss that there's going to be a bodily resurrection, and yep. which I'm not sure why. Yeah,
2: it's hard to—it's uh, hard to read First Corinthians 15 and miss it because it's pretty clear. I'm telling you, there. That, well, Jesus had a bodily <coughs> resurrection. Exactly. He
1: said, "Look, now it was." We, just because we can't understand the body Right. Because we can't. I, all I know. You can't see us in another realm. Well I can't see it. I don't you know. I'll, that's why we have so many superhero movies. Yeah. There's no doubt about it. People read the Bible and or they have that in their subconscious and we want to make that we want to have superpowers. Yeah. Well, we actually have a real way to have superpowers. Yeah. To fly everything. Oh, you can Superman. fly. <coughs> you yep. can have stuff bounce off of you. Look, you can. Remember when he said they had
0: the uh, the room was locked and, he and they were in. Fear, the and then he
1: came through the door. I mean, mm-hmm. I can't wait till I can do that. Yeah, now, my little speech
0: me? at Jen's funeral was, "It's God who has made us for this very purpose, separation from our body, and has given us the spirit as a deposit." guaranteeing what's to come. Therefore, we're always confident and know that as long as we're at home in the body, we are away from the Lord. We live by faith, not by sight. We're back on his faith. We are confident, I say, and check this out, and would prefer, this is the Apostle Paul to be away from the body and at home with the Lord. He said leaving the body, although it's a kind of a shock to our system, he said, You're better off on the other side. So we make it our goal to please him, whether we're at home in the body, as Jan was, right, or away from it, as she is now. Well, let me read this. Pretty uh, cool. Pretty cool. In Philippians,
1: you know, three nineteen, it says it talks about those who are not, you know, following Jesus and they're actually enemies of the cross. It gives a recipe for how that happens. It says their mind is on earthly things. But then in verse 20, it says, but our citizenship is in heaven, and we eagerly await a Savior from there, the Lord Jesus Christ, who by the power that enables him to bring everything under his control, and here's the key phrase, will transform our lowly bodies so that they will be like his glorious body. It's a wild thought. So when you look, look, post-resurrection, just think, name the, Name the characteristics of Jesus' body. Because he
2: was here 40 days after he raised He gave
1: many convincing proofs of his lives. That's Acts 1, 3. And he spoke about the kingdom of God, by the way. But so you just start naming them. Well, he could
2: walk through walls. So he could transport. This old beam me up, Scotty, he could actually do that. That's right. He was the purple Uh, guy on X-Men. You know, that guy, he, he looks like a whirling dervish, and then all of a sudden he's in the other room. Yeah, you can do that. Yeah, so that, but Jesus was doing that first. And
1: you can fly without any way kind of way before like,
2: Star Trek ever <laughs> entered the picture.
1: Well, I think that's where they get these ideas. Exactly I think. So they, they, get they say, that. oh boy, look what science has done. No, you got that from here <laughs> because that's a supernatural ability. <laughs> that's, a, that, that's what gets me. Everybody that I have these debates, they're like, science, science. And I'm like, but aren't you the one that's watched every superhero, super Marvel movie? Uh, You know, science fiction, Star Star Trek. Trek. Aren't we going all through? Well, you're having to use godly principles because the only person that can do that is Jesus. You try it. You try to find that in science. Not going to happen. There's a reason they call it science fiction. So we're part of the science faction, which would be followers of
2: Jesus. I've used that before.
1: Science
0: some, faction. I some like guy'll
1: be preaching that Sunday. He's like, I heard on a podcast. Bro. Now either they were
0: <laughs> I'm <using> science faction. <laughs> I go back to my use original, it as there is now. Oh, uh, either of these were raving lunatics writing this down, but it goes way back. Yeah, way back from the beginning. It there the narrative remains the same. Right. The Moses standing there, the bush. God's speaking out of this bush. He's thinking, how come that thing won't burn up? You know, I'm the God of Abraham, Isaac. And then look, and Moses mysteriously just appears 5,000 years later on top of the mountain when Jesus went up there, the transfiguration. Moses and Elijah, they're all sitting there, and Jesus with them, they're just carrying on a little conversation. How's it going here? We. Which is pretty good. But
2: tell some more about what Jesus did, because you just told one. I mean, he uh, had a few other ones that he uh, did. Oh, well,
1: you think about it. Another place is when the the two guys were on the road Road to to Emmaus. Emmaus. I love this story, because it says, Jesus came up with them, but he kept himself from being recognized. Uh I thought, oh, boy. (laughs) So... So you can changeling, you can. They you're make like movies. A they make movies about shape it all the time. Yeah. He, he was a shapeshifter, <clears throat> and then not only that, when he he and they, so they didn't recognize him until they, right at the very end. That well, was, then when he got to the uh, to Jerusalem, or no, was not Jerusalem? Uh, I, yeah, on the road to Emmaus, he got to Emmaus. He he ate with his disciples. Then he had the ability. He was he mashed himself again. And then he had the ability to reveal himself, so they were like, oh, it's Jesus. That was God. him. He's gone. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, it looked up, and he was gone. Vanished. I mean. <laughs> but here's what the exciting part to me is. In John 20, yep. he had the fish fry. So even though, and when when you when, in that same context, he showed himself to Thomas. Remember, and he said, look at my scars. Yep. So not so only, was he was able to
2: re, you know show his injuries. It was, well. him. So, it
1: was, it it was, was him. It was it was his body. It was his body, but it just could do all these tricks. But it also <laughs> it's could called, eat fish. in
0: my language, redneck language, meshing with the atoms. Yeah, <laughs> that's good.
2: That's idea. beyond redneck. <laughs> meshing but, with the atoms. What excited <laughs> me,
1: and I think I told this story before when we went to Israel. You know, and I saw that the Sea of Galilee, which is on the bank of where he had this fish fry in John 20. And then I, I understood it. I'm like, oh, yeah, he got him some flatheads, but and, and, and ate it with his disciples. And they had this real powerful moment. So he
0: did, he could ingest food with the particular body that's he it. had. That's right. So look what that brings to the table in the
1: afterlife. Because think about your fondest memory. My fondest memories on life are, you know, Connected fish to the fries. catfish. Yeah. yeah, fish fry. All the times we look, this the reason we spent fifteen minutes talking about that duck hunt, because it was exci- it was like a once every four or five year deal. Because mm-hmm. the teal just kept coming. It, yep. We were witnessing the migrate. We call it the Grand Passage. Oh, yep. They're just flying. Then you go back the next day, zero. Back to reality. That's but it. for one day it was awesome. And to have that experience and and the ability for him, even then is is imperishable. Body. he wasn't eating the fish to stay alive no. he, he's imperishable that's right he left he he's never died again never even had a that's cold right. since then but he ate the fish as because he could and that that's that's just what's always struck me is how could
0: these guys in that time frame beginning in the Old Testament and bringing it all forward di Al, faith being the same from start to finish how could these guys have dreamed up this story really?
2: And they did it, supposedly being made from salt water. That's a pretty amazing imagination. You know, what's another thing that, another verse. <laughs> Unless it's real.
1: another well, you're about wanted, an imagination. Uh,
2: the first verse I wanted to read after that is because, you know, he leaves in Acts 1.
0: And which, then,
1: by
2: the way, that was his last physical act. Yeah. Describe that one. He, Superman he, without a jetpack. It jet was
1: pack. literally see, the shots you see on Superman, which how many Superman movies have there been? Tons. You know, you see him flying. Well, Jesus actually did that. So people, I think that's why the world they're like, well, this is just this this just can't be true, you know, because you got him doing the same thing. Superman.
0: Jesus going. wrote the script for a lot of movies lot we of, see. Yeah. Pretty much 2,000 every years super, later.
1: super Marvel movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's why that verse in Colossians one where it said uh, he holds all things together. Yep. 'Cause if you can control the atoms and the molecules, well you literally could do everything that literally. any super Marvel character literally. does. Literally does. What makes it interesting to watch is that the atoms and molecules have
0: no effect on it. And we know the atoms and the molecules are there. The question is, I, I love these atheists, but I just ask them, where'd they come from? Mm. How could yeah. how could these particles that you can't see, but we know they exist where did that come from? And so, what makes every movie great? Look, those things couldn't have come from nothing. Right.
1: And look what the, makes it great at the end. They always use this character who you think he's dead, and then he comes back. How many times has that been used in a movie? Countless. Oh, and Jesus is the only person that actually pulled that off. They're mm-hmm. like, we killed him. He's dead. Go about your merry way. Let's drink and be merry. And then, boop, oh no, he's back. And not only is he back, he's now indestructible.
0: Yeah. And they wonder why we follow Jesus. That's true. Only shot we have, Al. That's exactly
2: right. So uh, as we talked about today, you see the importance of faith. Uh, We talked about last time how law was introduced, and we talked about that we want to be faith followers. So we illustrated that today. Uh, Next time we'll kind of tie back in to uh, what you saw uh, in the Old Testament story that we left off of
0: where what happens when you don't
2: follow faithfully
0: three family members three family members a dad and his sons carrying on a conversation about their view of the world how they see it Mm. it's just a conversation hey take it or leave it that's right we've decided to take it but you know people say it's too wild to believe i'm like whatever well
1: and it's like as we discuss real life enters the equation You know, when physical death
0: comes, Jace, and you look at your own flesh and blood, Jesus—I mean, uh, uh, Jan, Janice, Ellen, your own family members—you say, you know what? It's the only shot we have, the only chance. Well, I thought about it for the
2: first time. I thought about, you know, I'm going to be laying here one day, unless the Lord comes back. So am I. And so, I don't. What are my kids going to say about me? You know, or they? You know
1: what? I also thought is we share this, and the viewers can't connect because most of them, you know, they didn't know Jan.
2: But you buried
1: your sister three days ago, and I thought, you know, today when I woke up, I thought it's been three days since she was buried, and Jesus had that same issue, and he came back. (laughs) You just think about it. If she walked in this room right now and said, hey, Phil, guess what? I'm back. Well, let me tell you. It'd be her podcast. It'd be her podcast. Be out. Like, I'd say, where else do you want to go later? <laughs> <laughs> what else do you have planned
2: Show for? Show us what you can do, X-Men but I try Avenger.
1: To, <laughs> I try to think about that after funerals because they are heavy and they are emotional, but I always think about that third day because I think this is what we believe. This mm-hmm. is real to us. It's a good reminder, not that they're dead and that we have hope, but that three days later Jesus answered
2: that problem. So this was the day. This is the day that she comes back. So check us out uh, in the future on Unashamed. These moments of faith we're going to continue to talk about. Be sure and like us on Facebook. You can subscribe on YouTube, iTunes. uh, That keeps you up to date on all our episodes and also lets you uh, tell other people about the podcast. We love it. We're having fun doing it, so we're glad you're along for the ride. We are so glad you're watching and listening to the Unashamed podcast. Be sure to like us on Facebook, subscribe on YouTube and iTunes. That's going to keep you up to date with all the new episodes. And it's also going to let other people find out about our podcast. So keep spreading the word and watching and listening to Unashamed with Phil Robertson.